0: Back to another episode of Full Court Press, brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and joining me
1: tonight is Luke Alves. What up, Luke? No much, man. Just uh, excited to talk about this, uh, you know, kind of breaking news. Indeed,
0: sir. Uh, and also joining us is Jawan Carter. What's up, Jawan?
2: What's going on? I'm ready to talk some AD to the Knicks.
0: <laughs> yes, we've got a few teams that we need to discuss for sure. Um, and the Knicks are certainly one of them. There are um, some intriguing packages. So um, for for our listeners out there, uh, I would assume you have to know by now um, that the news uh, having broke yesterday morning, Monday morning, that Anthony Davis has officially requested a trade from the New Orleans Pelicans uh, and uh, essentially, has said he will not be signing an extension with them in the off season. Um, uh, this was via his agent, who informed uh, Rich Paul um, of Clutch Sports, who informed ESPN of this news, uh, and it broke Monday. I'm assuming that this news was conveyed um, to the Pels before Monday. Um, I don't think it's any coincidence that the reemergence. Um, of like a news story breaking in Los Angeles that yet again, they would consider trading um, uh, parts of their young core for, uh, for, uh, you know, a potential, um, you know, all-star or what have you. Um, I don't think, I don't think that like, I don't think it's coincidence. I think, like, I don't think they were like, you know what, maybe we will trade for Bradley Beal. Like, no, I mean, they, they, I think they already knew, um, So, you know, I mean, I I, I think whether New Orleans knew or not, the Lakers knew uh, via Rich Paul telling LeBron, telling, you know, Lakers management. Uh, But anyway, um, well, before we get into this, uh, Joel Jimenez is also joining us. What up, Joel? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Why why are you running late? (laughs) Ah, baby. Oh uh, yeah, see that's the perfect excuse. No one could ever dog Joel for running late because of the baby. It's like, dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're dad. You got to do what you got to do, man. It's all good. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep, there it is. Um, but all right, guys. So let's break this down. We're gonna we're gonna kind of take it. Um, try to take it topic by topic, and not not get too far off the rails. Um so basically Luke and Joel try your best to like rein Joan and myself in when we start just going off on tangents. Um, no, I
1: thought I started
3: yesterday with uh, Joanne on the train, so
0: I told him to, keep
1: uh, no. yeah, it keep it short Yeah.
0: Well hey, it doesn't always work, but we'll 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 try to do our best here. Um but so first things first, obviously AD's requested this trade. we got i think now nine days before the deadline ten nine or ten days before the deadline it's next thursday um uh at three p m so you know essentially that, that's a that's a kind of a short window if they're going to get a deal done um before the deadline if you're the pelicans obviously we all know now um that uh that Boston uh cannot trade for him until the off season because of um you, you know, them having Kyrie uh and the, the, the rookie extension rule. But um, you know, they have, you know, all these other teams that they can they can talk to. If you're the Pelicans, do you have a like do do you feel like you want to trade him before the deadline or would you rather Hold on to them so you can get Boston in the mix. Um, and do you do you try to leverage the fact that Boston can get in the mix after the deadline to get any sort of current teams, may, namely the Lakers, the Knicks, possibly the Sixers, and we'll discuss maybe a couple wild cards later on. Um, but do you try to leverage the fact that Boston, like, hey man, I. I like that offer. I mean, it's not bad, but, you know, I, I talked to Danny Ains two hours ago, and he said they're willing to give me Tatum, Brown, Smart, and three first-round picks if I just wait. So, like, man, I mean, that's not a bad offer, but, I, I mean, that's not as good as that. Like, do you try to use that kind of leverage to drive up the cost? Um, I, I think I think New Orleans is in a, a a slightly better position than I think most people would think think because Boston can't bid on him now, um, so over the next 10 days they can really push people's offers up, I think you can also try to leverage, uh, Boston and say, hey, like, make me, make me an offer that you will follow through with, you know, come July, um, and and maybe we'll hold on to him, but, you know, maybe, hey, we, we got all these teams offering us shit now for him, um, what are your general thoughts on this, Luke? Obviously, being a Celtics fan, I'm going to kick it to you first. Um, do you think this gives the Pelicans, like, more leverage? And ultimately, I would assume, um, for multiple reasons, but I would assume you would think it would be in their best interest to wait um, so that the the Celtics can get in on the, the bidding.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to agree with you out right there. I mean, I think they should wait. I'll give you more reasons just but besides wait until the Celtics get in. I mean, first of all, I mean, all the teams that you name, even the Knicks, I mean, you don't know anyone's draft-like odds this year. Yeah, Knicks are one of the worst teams that they were to try to throw that pick in, but right now it's the whole new draft reform. So now every, you know, the top three have an equal chance. So you don't even know what that pick's going to convey to even look like. So you might as well wait until the draft order is selected. Now you can tank and you can be like, hey, A.D., we're completely down with it. We're going to trade with you uh, in the offseason. We're not going to rush you back from this injury. You can sit as long as you want, and then we can play you. But we're, we're going for the full tank right now. So our picks going to get better, but we are. But there's no reason to rush unless they get really blown out of the water. And it's like you're saying, um, they can – I don't think they would do it to hold leverage over other teams. But if a team tries to come in there and, and you know, they're – The um, Pelicans are seeing like they want you to start with this player and you're not starting with them but then they can come into it and be like well we are in no rush to really trade him before this deadline I mean you got to really wow us unless you know we're going to allow the other teams that can't get I wouldn't even name it I would just put it out there like the other teams but I'd be like you know what I'm referring to like the Celtics have plenty of other to combat at this and they want to definitely get in this now there's some things that We'll have to figure out if, um, you know, the, the Celtics that they want to make this trade. But, you know, out there, there's no there's no sensible rush. Just because, like, anything that's offering draft picks that could be high, you don't know where it's going to land. So you kind of want to see where things shake out. If, I, if, if I'm the Pelicans and just play out this year and just be like, we will trade you, but let us do our thing right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, if you're Danny Ainge, are you w- – and basically the Pelicans are like, the Lakers are offering us, for lack of a better word as not to name everybody, pretty much everything um, that they have minus LeBron um, of, like, you know, real value. Um, like, are, are you, will you promise us that Jason Tatum will be the linchpin of any deal that we, like, I, I'm not going to necessarily say, like, we want a, we want an outline deal that you're going to follow through with. But at least a promise that Jason Tatum would be involved um, in any discussion that um, – or, or not even any discussion, but Jason Tatum would be a part of the Anthony Davis trade come July if we hold on to him. If you're Danny Ainge, would you promise the Pelicans that? Of course, barring AD going down with, like, some severe injury or anything crazy like that, but um, – but, you know, Anthony Davis finishes out the season as a Pelican, healthy, what have you. Um, it, it, like, given that scenario, would you be willing to right now promise that we will trade you Jason Tatum in July for Anthony Davis and we'll give we'll put some other stuff around it to make it even a, a little bit better?
1: No, I wouldn't. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't, not just because I'm just a big Jason Tatum fan, I want to do it just because I wouldn't want to get leaked out Nor, if I know you really want to have this, I'm not giving you my, like, best card, like, my ace. Like, you know, I'm holding on to, like, my leverage plan. If I've already given you that, then we're coming into this deal, and I'm already not having to step on you. So, you can want me to hope that, like, you know, we're going to definitely keep Tatum in there and, you know, save him. But, really, we're, like, the Celtics aren't in any rush, too. We can't do it. And that's, like, that's a card that... If we can't get a deal done, what I'm trying to say is Danny can't get a deal done with, like, Brown and other pieces, and then finally he's, like, breaks down and he's, like, okay, here comes Jason. Like, they come finally it's, like, you know, it's in July. They're about to do a deal. Now it finally comes in. He's, like, okay, here's Jason Tatum. Pelicans would do it in a heartbeat. So if you already give them that, you know, they could come still, another team could come in and swoop in even if they offer Jason Tatum. So I would just hold the whole Tatum card, you know, as a wild joker out of nowhere to place it on them, be like, Okay, here it is finally. Here's Tatum. We know you've been wanting them. Well, let's get it done. And
0: this is why I think that the Pelicans' best move might be to go ahead and deal into the Lakers. Because you are basically – you're not just giving your opinion um, in what you just said. You are pretty much echoing um, – boston management i at least i feel like in in danny ainge in that it doesn't necessarily matter that boston has the most assets it's what boston is willing to give you um and like you look at that Kyrie trade the only reason that trade happened is because boston was able to swindle a new gm who didn't know what the fuck he was doing um like that that Boston is just notorious for, for swindling every team that ever trades with them. Um, I would be weary of that if I am New Orleans, and if I don't have a guarantee that I'm getting Jason Tatum if I wait until July, I'm not doing it. I'm just like, I, I, I'm. well, put it this way. I am going to try and push the Lakers to give me everything, and I'm going to go ahead and take it and call it a day because if I wait, and then the Celtics aren't willing to give Tatum, and then the Lakers are like, well, shit, they're not willing to give Tatum. All right, well, Kuzma's off the table now, or, you know, whoever is off the table now. But we'll still give you this, 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 and this when you could have had that, 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 and that, plus Kuzma, plus Zubats, or whatever. Like, I think it might be... It's it's impossible. It's really impossible to say because we don't know what Boston would be willing to part with. Then it's it's just it, it it it's a risk that I feel like is um is not worth taking and waiting if you can go ahead and get the the whole the full Monty um, from the Lakers just because of how like how Danny Ainge is and the fact that you know he doesn't give up those assets lightly. Um, but you know i mean jason tatum is obviously better than anybody you're getting from the lakers so if i know that i i can get him then i'm like all right like i'm going to wait but if i don't if i don't have that like assurance i don't i don't know that i do wait i i think it might it might mean that you end up getting less from the lakers down the line um but let me kick it over to you joel pelicans like, what do they do with AD right now? Do you think they trade him? Uh, try to move him before the deadline? Um, do you think it's incumbent upon them to wait um, to let Boston get involved? Um, and if they do keep him, do you do you play him for the rest of the season? Do you bench him for the rest of the season? Um, how do you handle that situation? Uh there's a lot of there's a lot of lot of different directions to go here.
3: Um, right. Uh, Anthony Davis. Situation, I would I would look for the I'd listen to everything all all in everything you know we've heard already right. that they they don't really plan on trading him at all before the deadline, uh and it's probably smarter for them not to move him uh, because they'll probably they the best uh the best thing they can do the best offers will probably come in the summer where then while well, like the draft uh, especially the lottery picks will know who's where and and the picks will be more defined now it's more of a crapshoot. You know there'll be good picks. You just don't know where and how good they'll be. So right at the very least, you might as well just hold out and wait and, and for the best offer uh, on in the summer. And at least it uh, gives the Celtics a chance to go in and, and offer something because right now they can't do shit unless they trade Kyrie. I don't see them trading Kyrie. And then the Lakers, yeah, of course, they have to trade the house. And uh, now that now there's pressure on the Lakers to do that. And I, I think in in that regard, um, for Laker fans, I know they want to get it done before the deadline and. I think they. I think it can be done. I think uh, an offer can be made. I'm not sure what that is in LA. Um, it might be most of their young guys in, in a pick, and that might do it. It, I, I just, it really depends on what they want. Maybe a dark horse can come in. We, we've heard that the Knicks were involved at some point as a possibility, but Milwaukee and Toronto are intrigued at the idea of bringing them in. So,
0: I mean, they're, yeah, they're pretty militia. much every team in the NBA is like. I'll make you an yeah. offer for Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah. like, so that
3: right, and then that they should. I mean, who wouldn't want one of the best players? Right. Well, top
0: three. It's player worth a fucking was, phone call.
3: <laughs> right. I mean, if you have a chance of getting one of the best players in the league, you you take that call, and you know you pretty right. much. Almost everything's on the table. Look, you don't offer your best shit early, like what Luke was saying. I'm not gonna offer you fucking Jason Tatum. You're gonna ask me for him. There's a difference, I'm right? Not offer and I you wasn't,
0: this. and I wasn't saying, <laughs> yeah. And let me let me be clear. I wasn't saying they should just out of the gate offer him. What I'm saying is, if the Lakers throw out the whole farm, like like right. Lonzo, <laughs> Ingram, Kuzma, Zubats, uh, uh, maybe a, at least one first round pick. Uh, maybe two, maybe even three. Like, I, who knows what the Lakers would ultimately offer. But if they get some kind of offer like that, like, if I am the Pels at that point, like, I want to know, like, fuck, dude, it, am, am am I waiting just to, like, for the fucking Celtics to be like, no, we're not giving you Jason Tatum. Like, I don't – like. <laughs> I don't want to play hardball in that regard. Like, I want the offer to start with Jason Tatum, and I want to know that you're going to give me Jason Tatum. And then we can figure out the other pieces. But, like, as long as I know I'm getting Jason Tatum, then I'll wait. But if if I get that kind of offer from the Lakers and I don't know that I'm going to get Jason Tatum, uh, I don't know if I'm going to wait.
3: Because, you know, at least Jason Tatum is a sure thing. Like, at this point, the best asset – uh, n- non-pick-wise for the Lakers, was Kuzma. I mean, honestly, if you're looking at Kuzma, right. probably has the highest ceiling at the moment. Uh, Ingram, uh, I'm not going to say he regressed. Honestly, I, I wouldn't great.
0: say that. I would say Kuzma's the best player at the moment. I still think Ingram the has the highest ceiling. Uh, but oh, that's sure. just fine. Me personally.
3: Uh, I, I get it. I'm still not sold on Ingram. <laughs>
0: uh, we'll see how that plays. I, play. I don't he think he's utilized area. very well. I don't think Walton don't utilizes him very well, <laughs> and I don't think he necessarily right. fits with LeBron. And I think both of those have been an impediment to him. Um, the last yeah, couple he definitely seasons. does not fit very
3: well. With, somehow, he just does not fit very well with LeBron. He's um, not a
0: scorer. And he ha- he's a playmaker. He, he's an all-around player. But, he, he he But he passes. came in. They were like.
3: He came out of college. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's like KD." I mean, I automatically assumed he was going to be a right. scorer. So that's but why he's not. <laughs> I didn't know. That's what they were telling me. I'm just going by what people were saying. Uh, And he just came out and was not exactly that. Uh, He he kind of could play some point forward, which was nice. Uh, We learned that last year. Um, Which could be good for a lot of teams. Uh, Maybe, look, maybe he just needs new scenery, you know, at the end of the day. And sometimes that's all you need is a new place to shine and the coach that knows how to utilize you better. And at the end of the day, that's all it takes. You know, Alonzo Ball is Alonzo Ball. He has his own baggage, you know he didn't help himself last year, but you know, his father hasn't really been in- at all this year. So you don't have to worry about him yeah. as much. It's just now, mom, those games. And then Josh Hart. who I like, I like Josh Hart a lot too. And Josh Hart's very much a, a guy has, he's kind of struggled this regular season, but all decent players, nonetheless. So you, you're just looking at who, who who's going to give you the best talent. And of course the best pick at the end of the day. And it's just, like you said, if they're willing to give up Jason Tatum, you know, like, I think that the Celtics already have an edge because they have better picks too to offer. So it's just a matter of what the Boston Celtics are will, willing to give up. And if they're not willing to give up, you know, decent pieces, other
0: teams are definitely going to be able to get involved
3: and take the lead. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, if the Celtics are willing to give up, um, like, all, you know, not all of their assets, but, like,
1: Right. They can outbid anybody.
0: It's just a question as to whether they they would be willing to do it. You know, I mean, that's that's how it always is with the Celtics. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen plenty of times where they're like, yeah, no, not going to do that. Like, the the Celtics are a lot less desperate in the sense of the Lakers are like, God damn it, we need a, another superstar to pair yeah. with LeBron. That we'll figure yeah. everything else out after that. And the Celtics are essentially like, we have a full team. We're not going to decimate our team just to get one guy. Um like right. well there will be other guys that come along <laughs> like and so I get it, you know, like I mean it's just two different philosophies essentially. Um and you know there but, but you know it's 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 interesting how all of this is breaking down and coming into play um and, and how these two different philosophies might might help one side or the other side. Like it's just, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, But Juwan, um, your thoughts, your general thoughts on the Pelicans, should they trade AD now? Should they wait until the off season um, to try and wait and get the Celtics involved and see how the draft actually shakes out and all that. Um, And, you know, if you're, if you are going to keep AD, do you want to like, are are you just going to like, rest him the rest of the season, or, you know, are you going to still want to play him to sell tickets or, um, you know, at the risk of him getting hurt and then really his trade value plummets? Um, you know, what are your thoughts on all this, this, these matters going on between New Orleans and AD? Uh,
2: he plays. Um, there's no way I, I don't have him play. Um, as long as he's healthy, I'm paying him. Uh, so as long as I have to pay him, he plays. Um Oof as far as trading them, I don't make a decision in nine days. I have a whole another year, a full calendar year to decide um, what I want to do with them. So I don't need to make this rash decision. I believe LeBron's, I uh, mean, I say LeBron's camp, even though I, it, it's LeBron's camp. I think AD's agent leaked this the same way LeBron's agent leaked the Kyrie story. Um, that's just, that's how I feel. And you can tell me like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't his camp. I, I still believe it was. Um, AD went into this season looking at that roster that wasn't drastically different than the one from last year Um, and there's no way he could have possibly thought that this roster was going to do anything more than what they did last year. So I agree with you in the sense of I don't think this is brand new. I think this has been something AD has kind of been like, you guys have really done nothing for me since 2012. Uh, The one time you did, he got injured and somehow you guys allowed him to walk away. Um, So it, it's the sense of Dave knowing AD wasn't happy. Uh, he wants to win. He wants to compete. Um, But, no, I, I'm if I'm the Pelicans, I'm not making the decision in nine days. Why? Why? Because he wants to leave? No. Uh, That was Cleveland's biggest mistake. And then when Kyrie said, I'll, I'll take the surgery and be out the full year. Sure. And if you're an NBA team out there who sees that and takes them, just know it's your headache. Like, if he's willing to do that, that's your headache to deal with. Um, but I'm not going to sacrifice us as a franchise somewhat like they did and uh, trade away one of my best players and not get one of yours back. Um, so, I mean, it's just – it's the sense of if you're the Pelicans, you shouldn't be desperate yet. Your desperation should come next year around this time. Um around the the trade deadline of next year. and see, uh, so But I'm not
0: saying they should be desperate. What I'm saying is they should leverage Boston being able to get involved in the offseason to drive up every mm-hmm. single offer. And if one comes yep. along that is really fucking good, maybe you take it. Maybe not, but maybe you do. Like, I mean, that's the thing with the fact that Boston can't get involved actually over the next nine days actually gives them – some amount of leverage that a team whose star player requests a trade doesn't normally have. It's a luxury for Boston not to be involved right now.
2: Right. And I think my biggest thing, my biggest thing, if I'm the Pelicans, is I'm seeing what Cleveland went through, and I'm saying to Boston, like, if Jason Tatum isn't involved, I really don't have any other extreme interest in making this trade with you. Absolutely Um, not. you can give me all the draft picks that you want. We don't really draft that well. Like, AD was an exactly. obvious draft pick.
0: So yeah, I was going like, to say, well, know... like, will you draft them for us too? Or, like, maybe yeah, let the like, Lakers do it or the Spurs, like, somebody? Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, I even Can saw we get someone... your, your whole
0: list of scouts for the next five years, like, something?
2: Exactly. I mean, I even saw someone who said, like, if you're the Knicks and you magically get Zion, like, once you draft him, do you then leverage that? So you can keep KP, but you leverage Zion to get AD. Um, So it's like I I don't – if I'm the Pelicans, I don't draft well. So your draft pick does, like, absolutely nothing to me. I'm not going to be able to scout and get another AD. So it's like you give me Tatum, and then if you want to give me some draft picks, sure, AD is yours. But if your conversation does not start with Tatum, I'm not interested in waiting for you if your offer is not going to change. Same thing as the Lakers don't think that you're not giving me Kuzma, especially with me knowing how badly you want AD. Like the conversation right. only starts with Kuzma. So if I'm the Pelicans, there is no rush, but you have to make sure you're stern and you do not waver. Um, well, uh, you know, until you get to this point next year, if AD still in your roster, then you kind of like, all right, well, who wants no, to that, that it won't get to that
0: yet? point? <laughs> but yeah, no, at, at that point, you'd be Yeah, I better not. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't think you you rush to make a deal. I just feel like if you're looking at the, the writing on the wall, like whatever conversations you're having with Danny Ainge right now, and you feel like it's either fifty-fifty or worse, or maybe even if if you only feel like you have a seventy-five percent chance of getting Tatum if you wait, like, is it worth it? If you don't get him, like, there's that 25% chance that you don't get him. Like, and, and let me kick this to you, Luke, because, like, you've been – like, we've had these ongoing conversations, and, of course, like, um, you know, we've we, – it, it, they've been varied, but, like, this changes everything with him saying, you know, essentially, like, requesting the trade at this point in time. If If you don't include Tatum – like, I just don't. I, and the Lakers are willing to give everything. I don't see how Boston. I I just don't see how you you couldn't include Tatum to to like outbid them. Um, you know, if if the Pelicans choose to wait, I mean, I just think that's that. I like Brown, uh, Smart and. How, what else at that point? Cause you can't include Rozier cause he's free agent unless it's a sign and trade. And that's probably not going to happen. Um, I mean, th- are you with us at least there? Like that you, not that you would want to give up Tatum. Of course, you don't think that they should say, you know, we're, we, we, we're going to give up Tatum, but ultimately, um, don't you think it would cost Tatum to get him at, at this
1: juncture? No, yes. I mean, it- the Lakers are willing to give the whole Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, maybe even Hart combination. You're going to have to match it with Tatum. Because Tatum's, like, worth, like, more than, like, three of those guys right there. And then, like, you got Tatum and at Brown. At least I would say
0: two them. and a half
1: of them. Like,
0: I would say yeah. he's at least worth both Kuzma He's worth more than both Kuzma and Ingram because he's basically both of those guys rolled into one guy. (laughs) Like, he
1: can do the best of what both of those guys can do. Yeah, so, Uh, like, at that point, I do understand the whole, you know, Tatum's going to have to, like, match that. If it's out there, you know, that's what the trades are going to come down to. Now it's just how, how much do the Celtics have confidence in retaining Kyrie and what they can do with Gordon at that point, right. like how healthy is they Cause that's a whole lot. Now you're, now you're betting on your old guys and you just traded away everything because you just traded away your three young guys and Rozier could lead because we don't have the money to match or we can right. match
0: if it. in right. The luxury way into the luxury because you're already in the luxury. Um, so you'd be a repeater at that point. I've got a, I've just got a, a quick side question for you. Um, Uh, and this is completely aside, I promise this will be my only one, guys. I'm going to try to keep it to one. Um, But I thought about this today, and and it struck me as kind of something that I think would be interesting. Would you be willing to – like Hayward's supposed to make $32.7 million next year. He has not been good at all this year. Now, granted, a lot of that has to do with his injury, conditioning, the the fact that there are – so many various, like, hands that need the ball on this team, yada, yada, yada. Um, So, I mean, I don't necessarily think that, like, his career is over or anything. But, nevertheless, it hasn't worked out, and he's taking up a large um, chunk of the cap for for the Celtics. It just hit me today. um, Would you be willing to just give him to Sacramento in the offseason so that you could re-sign Rozier and, and Marcus Morris? Like use but, that thirty two point mean, seven million dollars to keep Rozier and Morris, and just get nothing back for him. To but
1: thirty two point seven they, million dollars, they, man.
0: That I feel like you can make both that of those guys for that.
1: On, I'm just saying, can they? They're gonna have to give up. Oh yeah, they back, have the cap space. Defense. No, they man. have the cap
0: space. They can. They, they as long as they don't make like a deal that it, um, that you know, before the trade deadline that fucks with their cap space. Um, but no, they've got like forty, fifty million dollars in cap space this off season, um, and they could really use a guy like like Hayward. Like he'd be perfect for them um, to fit with all those young guys, and they need a wing player and all that. Um, I just I like I just feel like at this point, if I'm if I'm the Celtics, I'd rather just invest. I'd rather be keeping Rozier and keeping Morris and just like letting Hayward go because I just. Even, even when he's, like, 100% and healthy, I'm not sure how he sits with the team. Now, granted, this is also if you keep Kyrie. If for whatever reason Kyrie walks, then I feel like this is a total moot point. Because um, at that point, you don't really need all that cap space to re-sign those other guys. Um, but I don't know. Like, I think if it, it came down to it, and for essentially the same amount of money, I could keep Rozier and I could keep Morris. I'd much rather do that than keep Hayward. No, yeah, Are you I mean, with me
1: there? Yeah? I want to. I, 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 I'm kind of with you there, but I, again, I want to see this whole season play out. I feel like his legs might get, mm-hmm. like you know, finally under him towards the end of the season when we're making a playoff run, sure. and I want to see him, you know, in the playoffs. But I, I, I am with you, but I need to see the season play out. I just can't give up on my guy. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. 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 I get you. I mean, I feel like it would have to be an off-season move. Um, I mean, I guess you could try to trade him for expirings. Now, but I don't, I don't, I think it probably makes more sense just to wait, you know. So you, I mean, so that way you know everything that's happening with Kyrie and all, you know, everything else. But um, but yeah, nevertheless. Um, so let's, let's just go ahead and move on. Um, so if you're the Lakers, um, like what do you give up for AD? I mean, I I feel like I mean we've kind of already gone <laughs> into this, but I mean I feel like pretty when much don't you give up. Right, and that's LeBron, and yeah. maybe you want to keep. Maybe like maybe you want to keep Hart. Uh, like you're like, all right, dude. Maybe. I'm giving you. I you already have Drew Holiday. I'm giving you like Ingram. I'm giving you, um, you know, no. Lonzo. I'm giving you Kuzma. I'm giving you Zubat. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a whole new starting four starters to be yeah. around Drew Holiday. Like right. so like it, 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 let me keep heart, but I'll also give you our first round pick this season and maybe one or two future ones with some kind of protections on them. Um, but I, I, I would be willing to give them this, this particular season unprotected. Like, and if I'm Pelicans, I would say, I want that pick to be unprotected just on the off chance. I mean, both LeBron and AD are hurt right now. If you know, if both of those guys aren't 100% for the rest of the year, the Lakers are going to lose some games. Maybe they end up yeah. with the 12th overall pick, and they, they they win the lottery and get the number four pick. Like, like I want that pick to be unprotected. Um, and I think this is one of the few cases where New Orleans could demand and receive an unprotected pick in, in a, some variable of trade. But, Joel, um, you chimed in. Is that – I mean – well, everybody. Do we all kind of feel that way? Does anybody not feel that way? <laughs> like, does anybody like oh. you? You really need to keep a some structure of a team together. Is anybody thinking Obviously. that way for the Lakers right now?
3: Yeah. Plus, you you also probably have to get stuff back. It probably won't be as easy as one for five. <laughs> you know what I mean. You probably got to. No, you're but, gonna probably take back garbage, uh, Frazier, or right.
0: whatever. Darius Miller, yeah, you might be, and, yeah those
3: excited Checchiala. Right. They might ask you to here, take Solomon Hill. You can keep Zubac, like, something like that, something like just to help them out. Yeah, that Sometimes doesn't work with the money. Like but, I'm just saying, you know, it's something.
0: You, you just got to See, gotta that's something. where I would draw the line if I was a Lakers. I'm not taking Solomon Hill because I need that cap money next season. Like, I'm not I'm taking sure. Solomon Hill here. Sure.
3: Who's yeah, to go to no, line? and they might
0: want Davis. that. They probably would, I know, but, like... You know, that helps them but, a lot. <laughs> no, no, I know, but, I mean, he isn't expiring next year, and they would be getting off, like, um, like, the only person they would have to re-sign this season would be Zubats, and that's... It's not a necessity, necessarily, and it's not like there's going to be a huge market for Zubats. Everybody in their fucking sister has a center on their team. Like, you know, like, it's... it's well, um, you know, I mean, there's just no what. It, it, at best case scenario, Zubats is going to get like a use of Nurkic deal, in my opinion, or a Mason Plumlee deal, so. ten to twelve million dollars a season over three or four years, like tops. Um, so, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I think they're already kind of saving money long term, if you will, by getting all those rookie deals. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, they might. I, I put it this way, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm at least being like I'm at least asking them to take him. <laughs> Even if they're not gonna do it. Um, I'm gonna be like, Yeah, you need to take Solomon Hill Um just to see if they will. Um but if I'm the Lakers, I gotta, <laughs> you gotta bring I gotta up have that you know, yeah, next at least space. Yeah, no, yeah,
3: you're right, but, but I'm saying you gotta at least bring it up, you know. They're willing, you know. You gotta you gotta right. take advantage. Um But, yeah, you need to give up something. I mean, you got to give the get, and and, and, and this is not going to be free. And, obviously, uh, especially if they want to – let's say they want to – they're trying to – right now, L.A. is in a pressure moment more than anything. I think L.A. has the most pressure. Not New Orleans, not anybody else. L.A. Right. Because this is – you know, they can't – they should – you know they shouldn't give Boston a chance to offer shit. Even if, you know, Boston might be sending you what they're willing to offer, they still – Probably have the best assets to give, so you don't want yes. to give them the chance. So right now, you can basically give them anything you're going to give them in the summer. I mean, nothing really changes. I mean, what what are they going to get? Nothing. It's just the same shit. So really, they got to pretty much man up and I give like would be willing to give up almost anything. Obviously, other than LeBron James,
0: or it's mainly just LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not going to trade LeBron. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean I think the one the one wrinkle that could happen is if is if Boston is like, Yeah, we're not gonna give up Tatum and then you know, they go back and they say, Hey, we'll take that deal and it's like, No, nah, man, we heard they weren't gonna give up Tatum. Now the deal like the, yeah. the, you know, like the classic Darth Darth Vader line, like you know, I've changed, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. Um, like you know, I mean, it, it it could play out that way if if you know, it it it, it, it there's a possibility that it could. Um but, but Luke, I mean, are are you are you kind of seeing it the same way we are? Like you just got to give pretty much most. Most anything within reason?
1: No, I mean, here's what I'm going to say about the Lakers. You know, how we were talking about the Pelicans should wait. If I'm the Lakers, I have to, I'm in the most rush to get this deal done. I have Hell to get yeah. it done. It's not only just to not, like, outbid the Celtics, it's to build around LeBron, who's my star, and that's who I need a piece, but it's also trying to get other, you know, guys to come down and be like, you know, maybe I should leave my current team that I've been playing with and go see what this team would be like with LeBron and Anthony Davis, a.k.a. Clay Thompson had just reported as, like, saying that. So you have a Clay out there. You could have a Jimmy Butler out there, a Kawhi Leonard. Like, these guys might now actually be like, you know what, the Lakers, I do want to go there. I mean, yeah, they might have just, like, gutted their team. They have no depth. But if I go there and it's us three, we can get plenty of other guys to come for really good money Deals and build this team again So if I'm the Lakers I have to get this deal done in nine days I'm giving you everything You can even have Hart. You can have the unprotected pick this year And hope we suck and everything You can take it all I'm trying to outbid every team I'll give you a, a, like just a straight up deal of KCP, Coos, Hart, Lonzo, Ingram This year's unprotected pick And then maybe next year's We'll consider it But I have to get this deal done So now I have Anthony Davis and LeBron on long-term deals. So no matter what, if I, you know, something might not happen this year, you know, next year, but I have to show other superstars. that like, this is now who we're building around because Kuzma and LeBron are not really appealing right now to any of these guys on the free agent market to want to really leave their team. So that, like, reason alone, I'm trying to get it done if I'm the Lakers. Just, like, outside of getting Anthony Davis. I'm trying to get more. Right. The the trickiest part about it is, of
0: course, ideally the Lakers, like, if they were operating this the way they would, like, want to the most, it's sign a free agent in the offseason, then trade for AD, because they can't offer – if they trade for AD now, they can't offer a max contract to anybody. Um, They just will not have the cap space. Uh, with with eighty and leBron's contract and dang's stretch, um, they can't they cannot like make the money work and Cap holds and all that. They can get up to about maybe twenty five million dollars. Um I don't think I don't think any of those Max guys are gonna sign for twenty five million dollars. Now you mentioned Clay Thompson. Now uh like if for some reason, the lawyers were stupid enough not to offer him a max contract. Maybe he would do it. Maybe it would even be like a DeMarcus Cousins situation where he'd not be willing to take so little, but he'd be willing to say, fuck it, I'll take $25 million. Fuck these guys. I want to help win them three, four championships, whatever it is, and, like, they won't even fucking pay me. Um, so, like, maybe something like that is possible. Um, but, like, here's the thing, like and I agree with you 100%, I don't, I don't care that I can't offer a max contract. I can always get, like, other guys, like sign other guys and try to couple together another group of guys the time the next time one of these guys comes around and try to accrue more assets through signing smart signings um, and, and, you know, try to do it that way. Um, and I don't even necessarily – I'm not even looking to spend – for me spend that 25 million dollars on on one dude. Like if I have AD and LeBron and I have this depth issue, like I'm going to go and say yo Derrick Rose, like we'll give you a four year 8 million dollar a year deal um to come play in LA. It, that may not be as much as he would earn like somewhere else, but you know Derrick Rose isn't going to get like a huge fucking deal. Like even despite playing really well this season, he's not going to get he just doesn't fit enough people's timelines who need a starting point guard. Um, and I think he's nice. he's reached that level again. Like, he has changed his game um, to the point where um, he he's back at that kind of um, starting point guard level. He's a great three-point shooter this season. Um, like, that would be a great asset to, like, bring in to pair with those two guys around Hart. And then you go out and you figure out we need a 3-and-D um type guy who can play the three or play the four like you know we'll figure that out we'll find like a piece like that um and yeah. kind of build through adding little pieces of depth around your two stars um i i think it would be honestly a mistake to feel like well we can't get another superstar but let's throw all of the money that we can at say Tobias Harris, or you know, just somebody who may not get a, quite a max deal, um, but you know, is kind of on 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 the fence there. Like, um, like the lowest I would go uh, as far as like a, a max type player uh, is Kimball Walker. But there ain't no way if I'm Kimball Walker, I don't care if it's L.A., I don't care if it's the prime. Like, I've been I've been like underpaid for so long. Did I need to get paid? So. I don't, I don't think that will necessarily be on the table if they make the deal. Um, but regardless, I still think they should do it. I still think they should give up, you know, whatever it takes because I feel like you could piece together a team around them making smart, other smart decisions, kind of like what they did this off season. They didn't necessarily get the best fit piece-wise, but they made a lot of smart signings. Um, of God, and, and some of those guys have worked. Um, so maybe you bring back a Lance Stevenson. Um, you know, or a Michael Beasley or, you know, whoever you feel like is going to fit. But, uh, Juwan, uh, before we move on, uh, are you with us here? Lakers pretty much give up the farm and, you know, pretty much anything that uh, the Pels want short of, of course, LeBron.
2: Uh, I was thinking about and listening to you guys, and if what LeBron said when he first came there is true, about obviously you're not going to win a championship, right away, you know, you're trying to build or whatever. I'm going to say maybe not. Maybe you don't. Maybe you play the waiting game. Um, I mean, I do, I do think the Paul George situation is one of the most rarest situations ever um, where a guy is telling you exactly where he wants to go. That opportunity right. then becomes available, and he chooses not to go there. Now, I think we all right. can agree – the only reason he's not in LA is because LeBron's there. Um, if LeBron wasn't there, I don't know if he doesn't sign there. Uh, maybe he still stays in in OKC. But regardless, if Anthony Davis is telling you, just give him two years. He becomes a free agent. He definitively wants to go to LA. Um, maybe you play the waiting game. I mean, maybe. I mean, let, let's not. Can you afford to wait this... that long? If you're if you're the Lakers I'll and LeBron, an aging LeBron,
3: LeBron ain't getting any younger, man. I'll right. say
2: this. I I agree. I agree with what you guys are saying. I agree. But I'll say this: LeBron, even at his age right now, before he got injured, had the Lakers in the playoff picture. If the playoffs were to start, uh, were to start before he got injured, they were in the playoffs. Oh yeah. So what? They were. Like this they were, was I like, think they had home court advantage. They were right. four rounds or like five. Team, it wasn't like this team. wasn't like horrible. It wasn't like this team was struggling. Like they were barely. Right. They, were, they were in it. They were in it. So it's not like LeBron and this team are trash. Like, he's he's not lugging around the Western Conference Cavs. I think we all can agree right. on that. And I think giving right. this yep. team another year with LeBron could get a lot better. And then instead of worrying about, you know, who you're going to try to piece together with what little bit of money you have, um, you know, because you traded everything away, you're now saying, okay, I can keep Kuzma, LeBron, and put AD in, and maybe I'll try to like find some suitors for these guys, get another guy to come in. I think you do play the the weight game. And the biggest reason why I say that is it always haunts me that Melo forced his way out when he could have yep. easily just signed in the off season. You could have just came here for free, like without us giving away everything. And yeah. that haunts me. Different and situations. again, two totally different situations. The the guys are the the age is different in the situations. I get it. But it's yeah, not like AD is different. locked in. Right. <laughs> it's not like AD is locked in though for the next four years. It's only one more season, and then he's a free agent. I say just play the the game.
0: You know, it's funny. Um, and of course, like this is just my my kind of devious brain working. But like, what what is fucking magic? It was like, what what if they got this whole fucking plan? Like, all right, so we're gonna like make it seem like you really want to go to L.A., and then we're going to make Boston drive up the offer. Then you go play for them for a season, and then you're like, fuck you guys, and you dip out and you come to L.A. <laughs> like We're, we're going to simultaneously <laughs> fuck over Boston while, while getting you in the long run.
3: Um, well, if Kyrie signs to <laughs> L.A. next year, that's exactly what he did.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, that's
2: that'd be part of playing that long game. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you. getting
2: getting Kyrie from the Celtics <laughs> yeah. and then AD from the Celtics, and now you've completely almost depleted their their franchise mm-hmm. while bo- bolstering up yours by having three of of the top ten best three players. Three years in
3: later, LeBron's on
2: yeah. um, his
0: last I son- Ray. last contract. <laughs> Can I <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's, now we're getting off on a tangent. Sorry, I started it. I just
1: gotta um, say one quick thing though.
0: One quick thing. Go ahead, sure.
1: Depleting. Neither Anthony Davis nor Kyrie Irving played on that team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So even if we lost Kyrie and we didn't get AD, we'd well, be I mean, we'd be fine. Now I guess the trade for AD, but if we lose Kyrie, I mean I'm not worried. So we're not depleting our team.
0: Yeah, and I I still so, don't think Kyrie's going anywhere. So, and I, I definitely don't think he's going to the Lakers. Um, I just I don't I don't see it happening. Um, now be. that could all <laughs> that could all change though. That could change if a particular team based out of New York City decides to get in on these sweepstakes. Um, let's just let me just throw this out there because I I have crunched the numbers now. Um, If the Pelicans were willing to take Christoph Sporzingis, unprotected first-round pick next season. Unprotected. It's got to be unprotected because I'm hoping it's Zion, so it's got to be unprotected. Um, So that unprotected first-round pick next season. And Tim Hardaway. And then maybe if if you're going to be competing with the Lakers, maybe you have to throw in a tiny bit more. Um, if I'm the Knicks I'm not going to throw in Knox. I'll throw in Nikola, I'll throw in Mitchell Robinson um because mm-hmm. I'd be getting AD is the, I'm throwing in Robinson cuz I'm getting Anthony Davis who's going to play the center position okay. like, but uh, well,
3: uh, I mean, A.D. wants to play power forward so we're going to give him some of his ability to do that you know. Yeah. My thing is this um not a bad offer obviously. You got to give up the farm for AD at the end of the day and you got to right. like I said you got to give the get and I think just giving you, you know, if it is Zion, because obviously they're not just – they probably won't take just the first-round pick without knowing what, where it is in the lottery. You know, so maybe after probably the lottery. Probably not. That's the balling, only but, way that
0: they can get Chris Stapps. They can't get Chris right. if they wait until the offseason.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, um, yeah, Chris Stapps, the, the first-round pick this year. Oh, well, you know, this summer. And, um, yeah, you Hard probably won't give up uh, – Right in Hardaway, that would make the most sense, and maybe throw in another small piece there, either Robinson or, or Trier or uh, one of the other pieces we have, yeah. just to spice it up a little bit. But I think uh, just KP in that in that lottery picker, uh, pretty good, <laughs> just that. And like if you throw in other things, that's just well.
0: If, and here's the thing: like obviously KP's coming off the injury, but at the right. very yeah. least, when healthy, Chris Owczarski is again similar to what you know. What uh, what Luke was saying with Tatum, he's better than anybody that the Lakers are giving you um, when he's right. healthy. Now, granted, we don't know what his health is going to be like. He's seven foot three. The guys that are that big who suffer injuries, it's it's always shaky ground. Right. But you're also getting That's the true. possibility of Zion, and it's not Zion. Still a really good pick. I mean, there's going to be four right. guys at least in this draft that are going to all be really fucking good. Um, and And like the the top four picks, all in my opinion are going to be really fucking good um, right. and then there's several other guys that are like hanging around that that five to nine ten range that are all like have have super high potential of being really good now granted it doesn't like it sucks that you don 't know which of those you 're getting, but in order to get christopps that 's how it has to be um, and if you can get like one more nice piece, like I said, Mitchell Robinson. Um, and then, you know, if you're the Knicks, essentially what you have now is you have Anthony Davis. You have created a max salary slot because you no longer have the cap hold of your first-round pick that's coming in next season. You no longer have the $14.25 million cap hold on Chris Stapps Porzingis um, uh, with his impending restricted free agency. Um, and you get off Hardaway. So you open up a max slot. So like, it let's say you make that deal. You've got Knox. You've got um. You've got a uh Milkina. Um. You've got Anthony Always Davis. Frank. Frank. Right. Um. So like you have those you have those pieces there. Like it. You know, if you don't trade Frank, of course. But you right, know right. you have, you, like, essentially what I'm saying is you you draw the line at Knox. You're like we're keeping Knox. Um, and right. but we're getting Anthony Davis we have max money now we can go get Kyrie or KD or whoever um, and if we can't get right. those you know you could get Kimball Walker like you, you, there ain't no fucking way Kimball Walker, the only way Kimball Walker would turn down a max salary from to play in the fucking garden is if he somehow uh, qualifies for a supermax this off season and even then I don't think he would take that I think if he had an opportunity to play with Anthony Davis in the garden for a max deal, I think worst case scenario, you're looking at Kemba Walker. Um, best case, yeah, you're looking at KD or Kyrie. Um, I, 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 don't, I, I don't necessarily know that that deal would get it done, but if I'm New York, I'm willing to do it. I, I'm totally willing to do that deal. Um, yeah. oh.
3: and
0: namely, namely because it, it, it kills two birds with one stone. It gets you your first superstar. Um, like or replaces your first superstar, if you will, uh, with a better one, mm-hmm. um, and then you also get you free up the cap. You know you free up the the money that you need because you know everybody keeps throwing around you know th- this like potential that you know New York could get uh, two max players this off season. It's like yeah, anybody, any team could get two max players this off season if you tr- tr- give give away assets to trade everything away like and you and you yeah. choose not to you know not to keep Christoph Porzingis like but obviously right, that wouldn't right. happen so i don't know I, I think i think ultimately if if i'm Nick's management i would do it knowing that at worst case scenario i've got three guys to build with in Kimball Walker um, Anthony Davis Kevin Knox and then uh, you know some some pieces that I can fit around them whether it's Trier whether it's you know, Akina, um, Damian Dotson like whatever um, you know I'll, I'll figure that part out I re I can resign Noah Vonlay. um so I don't know uh, so let me throw like it Noah out Von to Vaughn, the Knicks fans, yeah. yeah let me throw it throw it to y'all um, I'm gonna get to you first Joel like just your your basic thoughts on all of that.
3: Well, you know, I never want like to hype myself up too much. Like Ruby means what I were discussing yesterday. Uh, it, it's you know, it's nice to be considered. Like if you haven't noticed, we're we're a team that's mentioned in mostly any big free agents or big names. Yeah, uh, we're, we're the on the list for the first time in a <laughs> like,
0: couple of years. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Jimmy Butler's available. We're on the list. Uh, fucking Kyrie <laughs> Irving's available. We're on the list. KD uh, right. on the list. So it's like I'm I am i am flattered. <laughs> Even though a lot of people really hate seeing our names pop up whenever a big name is available for some reason, they no, there is no hate more than and then the possibility of the Knicks getting a player. Mainly because they just sit on the idea of someone going there. Um, and I would love to, you know, for one day, you know, for an to word and someone actually, take, you know, have the balls and go to the team. And that's the whole thing. It's just it's a big commitment to do it. Melo did it. Amari did it. So I, I'll always have love for them for doing it. You know, it didn't work out, but at the end of the day, they, they took the challenge, um, and, and I'll respect them forever because it's not easy to play in New York, especially not play well. You know, in those first couple of years with Amari and Mello, we did make the playoffs. You know, we struggled the last couple, but now is the time. You know, we have the assets. It's been rare that we have assets. And my thing is, even if we missed out on these phrases, like AD. Like, AD is one of my favorite players. I would fucking love to see AD on the Knicks, but – if we don't – like I said, we do miss out on all of them. I say all of them. We have a – I really do look forward to our I do like the guys we have, and I think our possibility of getting a guy like Zion and maybe Ja, I would be really cool with one of those two guys in the draft, and we have a, a bright future. But at, at this moment, Anthony Davis is available, and he's if he is willing to commit – because that's the thing. You don't want to – you're not going to trade him for a rental. That's ridiculous. You would never do that trade. I would never consider trading KP for a guy I'm going to have for a year. Never. So if Anthony Davis is really considered staying in New York, you definitely make the trade. It's just – it's Anthony Davis. This is a top three player at his best, right? I, and he will definitely lure a free agent more so than even KP. And I think KP can. I just don't – AB is a top player right now. Right. And you could – you know, if KP like is considering that, coming to the next – Worst, case scenario, is like like, worst exactly. case scenario, you get Kimball
0: Walker. Like worst case scenario.
3: I'll be happy with Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Chuan, <laughs> uh, what what are your thoughts? You 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 mentioned earlier you you're kind of hesitant about the Lakers giving away so much. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you kind of feel the same way um, in this situation for your Knicks, or do you think the fact that if they if they do make this trade and the fact that they do still have that 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 max money waiting this this off season with so many people on the board and the fact that, you know, in, in at least in my particular version of what I think the Knicks should offer, you'd be keeping Kevin Knox. Um, you know, is that is that something that ultimately you would have to think about and do you think you would do it if, if the Pelicans were willing to take that?
2: Um, I'm going to say no, mainly for this mm-hmm. reason. Um, if AD, like Joel said, doesn't commit, and you put KP's name out there, you're almost guaranteeing that KP then rethinks about any possibility of staying in New York. Um, He's gotta sign the deal.
0: He's a restricted no, free agent. There's like
2: I know, I know. I'm saying I'm saying when it when his time comes up for, for him to be eligible. Oh, you for mean like the Gordon Hayward out.
0: thing in Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> I know a lot of players make it seem like it, it doesn't matter to them but for you to give your all to a franchise, and then regardless of what, what the trade is, is, is for, like you're a player, you don't care about that, that bothers you. And KP already is wavering because of all the drama that, ha- that happened with the whole Mello situation and just not liking how Brass was running things. Um, so the worst thing you want to do is put that bait out there. Let's say the Pelicans decide to go Celtics or, or Lakers. Now you have to sit there and tell KP, like, listen, man, we still love you, like, you're still going to stay, right? He's like, nah, man, like, you just tried to trade me a few days ago. Like, absolutely yeah, not.
0: Like, when, when my time like came, I'm going to be pissed for the next four years while I'm here, and then as soon as I can, I'm getting the fuck up on out of here.
2: Right. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I have now committed in my brain to the idea of a youth movement. Um, I told you guys, I still hold out hope for Kyrie. Um, KD, I don't even want to begin to think about. But AD having interest in New York to me is like Kawhi having interest in New York. I will never believe it until mm. they are wearing a jersey and dribbling a basketball.
0: Um, I will. So, I mean, I will think. I would think you would have really good fucking odds if you had Anthony Davis. That's all I'm saying. No, ve- very true. Very, very true. But it's just one of those things where it's like
2: I, we've been, as Joel said, as New York fans, we've been down this road of. of Oh, that person has interest, and then we never have any, oh, any possibility it. of like, moving around to actually secure that player. Um, oh, I get it. Amari was a big deal to us, and Melo was a huge deal to us. Um, so, no. Me personally, no. I like this youth movement. If we can definitely secure Zion, I'm fine with a youth movement leading
0: into the future. Uh, with worst case scenarios. Again, a- but, mean, again that's not a guarantee. That. So, you you literally no, have not. a 14% no, no. chance at that. <laughs> like, a lot of I think, put this way. Way. I think put it let <laughs> me put it this way. I think if you make the, if that trade is is successful, and again, we're operating in hypotheticals on multiple levels here, but if you can make that trade, I think getting a d gives you a better than fourteen percent chance at getting either Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving uh which is better than your percentage chance of landing Zion to put everything into perspective True. there that's a good point. fair enough.
2: Fair enough, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I think my biggest thing is, like, in my mind, of, of actual reality for a Knicks fan. The idea of Kemba, sure. Trier, Knox, KP, Mitchell Robinson, or whoever we draft being somewhere in that, in that mix, that to me is more realistic than this fantasy of, of us being able to give the farm to get AD. Meanwhile, Boston can offer you possibly Tatum and draft picks. LA can offer you a lot more youth. So to me, it's just like I want to just think in the the most realistic sense for a Knicks fan, like not just uh, the the whole picture. For a Knicks fan, our reality is usually very slim. Um, so I'm just going with that mindset. So I'm like, no, just hold steady, go with what you were doing now, with everything you were setting up, and if you can get AD and he's actually willing to stay, then you do pull the trigger. But I do not gotcha. see the Pelicans uh, taking the Knicks offer over. The Lakers' possible offer or the Celtics?
0: It might okay. take it over the Laker offer. I don't know about the Celtics. I was going to say that, that's a, that's where I was going to go next. That's where I was going to go next to, to Luke. So Luke, I'm going to kick it to you. If you're the Pelicans, out of those two offers, the one that they get, you know, the, basically the one where you get Lonzo, Kuzma, um, Ingram, and Ingram. then you know uh, some uh, some okay. draft consideration, but like nothing, probably nothing that's going to be like even top 10. Um, would you rather have that or would, would you rather have like say Porzingis one other young guy, whether it's no Mitchell, um, you know, whoever. Sure. And then, uh, the Knicks unprotected 2019 first round pick. And, you know, <laughs> maybe they got to throw in, um, a, a later protected, like lottery protected pick somewhere down the line. Um, but, like, which, what what would you rather have if you're the Pelicans? It's, it's
1: hard because, I mean, the Knicks offer is better, but, I mean, I just don't know Kristoff's injury. I, I haven't injury. seen hands-on yep. above yeah. the Pelicans. My doctors mm-hmm. haven't been there with them. We have no clue where the Knicks have them because they, they're tanking this year. So we don't know how right. they've been, like, rehabilitating them and all that, like, you know, obviously they're not rushing him. I mean, plus you got to sign prizes, him to you know. a max in the off season. Yeah, I have that full faith in like that because I do get his rights, so it's all that. So, yeah, on, like, last year's paper, it looks way better to get Kristoff. I'd probably want Neil Akina and Robinson plus this year's pick. That's just, you know, but you're keeping Knox, so that that's, but. I yeah, I mean, I, I think, mean, at least I, electric, think ultimately you know, I'd be willing to do that. Say, but at least with the Lakers right now, you know every single one of those young guys are not injured and haven't been injured right. before with a big knee injury. So that's all the right. thing. I mean, Lonzo Balls camp can come out all they want and say, he's not going to play for the Pelicans. Okay. Yeah. yeah, um, Let me talk about it. What are you going to sit for three years? Uh, Do you want to go play out in another country? You're going to listen to your dad. I mean, and all that. So yeah, that's that's just, that's just awesome. Big ball ball for the league. league?
3: I think the Pelicans (laughs) is the Westchester
0: Knicks. He can play for the Westchester Knicks. (laughs)
1: There you go.
0: Um, but yeah, Luke, I, no, I feel you. Like, I mean, it's tough. I mean, cause like you said, if KP is healthy, then that's a better offer. But the fact that you don't know that, um, I almost wonder like if just, just getting a star though would be, um, like e- even with the health concerns with like, I feel like because he's rested all season and, and, you know, medicine has, has kind of advanced and, and, you know, there's not as many back-to-backs nowadays, and you can always rest them on back-to-backs and things like that. Like, uh, I feel like still maybe you might want to take that offer. But ultimately, yeah, I would probably still take the Lakers' offer if they're willing to give up everything, um, which, as we said, you know, you're probably going to have to give up almost everything if you're the Lakers to get this deal done before the deadline. Um So, yeah, I don't know. I bet it'll be interesting. Uh, Any other dark horses, Luke? I want to start with you on this
1: one. Okay, I got two. I want to do one real quick. I mean, it's not a dark horse, but if I'm the Raptors and I'm Mazai Ujari, I'm doing everything to get this trade done. I mean, I've already put all my money into Kawhi. I'm going to do it for right now. I mean, I'm completely going to put everything in this. And here's a little, I mean, there's been plenty of trades I've seen out there, but Oh man, of course, yeah. Right when I go to it, it just goes away. <laughs> Thanks, NBA championship. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they, you're definitely uh,
0: you're definitely uh, gonna put in Enobi, in Siakam, um, Valanchunas probably to make the money work. Yep. What? Any sort of future first round picks that you can include with some kind of protection on them. I don't think you could. I don't think if you're Toronto, you can go unprotected on those. Not not knowing whether you know. Whether or not Ka- uh, Kawhi is going to resign, but um, but yeah, I mean, so so what did you have in mind in particular though, Luke?
1: No, it was it was those three plus some picks, so that that's what it was based around. I think it maybe yeah. C.J. Miles, and then it was some other money thing, but it wasn't any you're just getting into but that way I would say yeah, Zan Fleet maybe instead of C.J. Miles, like since he actually has value,
0: right? And their contracts yeah. are about the same, mm-hmm. All
1: right? Yeah, so. So get, I would just get it done. Even if I not have the assurance of Kawhi signing this year, I mean I've already put my my everything, most of my chips in just to get Kawhi for one year. This way I could possibly convince Kawhi, hey, don't sign a long-year deal. Let's just do a one-year, uh, two-year deal. You get the second-year option, and let's really, you know, make this run with Anthony Davis. So I'm doing all that I can to get that deal done if I'm um, – you know, it's cause, you, you know, would you just gone. say "fuck it" and give up unprotected future first, like even <laughs> knowing
0: that you? Like, would you pull like an essentially like a net? You no, know, with minus the pick swapping shit. Would you pull like a net move and give up two unprotected first rounders, um, keeping in mind that you can't give up this year's? So it would have to be twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three, which just so happens to be twenty twenty one, the year that you know, Anthony Davis could leave. Um, so, like, you 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 could really bottom out and owe some really nice picks um, if you don't keep it. But, like, at the same time, like, part of me still, like, for for a basketball team like Toronto, which, mind you, Toronto's not a small city. Toronto's got a very, very no. – um, like, great group of, of, uh, basketball fans, it's a great basketball city, so it's not necessarily the type of city, it's not like a Memphis, or a New Orleans, or, um, you know, Sacramento, Orlando, whatever, um, where, like, Mm -hmm. it's like, fuck, if, if we, if we don't have these picks, like, and, and, and we lose these players, like, we're just royally fucked, you know, like. Dude, they're still gonna sell tickets. They're still they'll be fine, uh, and it's not like they're ever gonna like have like an owner threatening to relocate. You know, so like in that sense, it's like fuck. Maybe I would do it, like just to say fuck it, and like we got. We got Kawhi, we got Anthony Davis. If we get both of those guys, we think we can give, convince Kawhi to stay, which will convince AD to stay. Like, fuck it, we're just rolling the dice. Like, I don't know, I, I like it. I, I think I'd I i think I'd be willing to give up those two two unprotective picks. Luke, what do you
1: think? No, like I said, anything to get it done, man. I'd give <laughs> <Now, laughs> you. Yeah. On the line at two, that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get the whole Nets treasure. No, though, you're not going to get a third. Like, all that, and the, uh, Fucking Nets. But I you're going to <laughs> get two picks from me, yes, 100%. You can get this year's and next year's, or you can get two years from now and all that. But I'm definitely yeah. getting it done. If Because, like I said, I've already gone all in, and I think I can do it with this team, with Lowry, you know, Kawhi. Because you'd, yeah. you'd have Lowry, and then um, what's has been playing really good for them? Um, Ibaka. Anthony Davis, uh, yeah. and if, oh, yeah, you, you get like the outcome, yeah. a lawn right out of that team. I mean, or yeah. you get like a shooting guard from from them or something like that. I mean, you could definitely yeah. get it done. I mean, you, you have something good to build around, but this next team is my really dark horse that I think should also I get hope it, it done. It, I hope it's mine. Nothing done out there. Next one is the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. I'm the Denver Nuggets. I'm going all in just because I'm going to do this. So I'm going to trade you Paul Millsot, who's expiring, so you don't have to worry about his yep. Gary Harris, Michael Porter, mm-hmm. Van, uh, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and then I'll give you, because I don't have my pick this year, I'll give you next year's pick and the next, and the following year. But there's going to be some protections on it. I'm going to take back, though. I want Anthony Davis, Nikolai Miritich. I'll take uh, Diallo and Olpapour off of your hands, I think. If I'm Denver Nuggets, I'm so doing it. Because Gary Harris is kind of, I mean, he's really good, but he's kind of falling off. I mean, Murray's kind of taking his step into like that. But I'm getting Anthony Davis. Even if it's only for a year and a half, I'm doing it just because I have him for this whole year where I'm already kind of competing without any of those guys really helping me. And I'm adding Anthony Davis now. And I just think, like, he would have the defense of, like, what they've been needing, that whole thing to help anchor – and just him be able to play along the joker, it would be so nice. And then you have someone coming off the bench with Nikolai Miritich that can help stretch the floor. So I think Denver would be so smart to go get him. And I think they could challenge Golden State this year for a championship. It's going to be hard at the guard position covering, you know, Clay and all that. But I think, you know, down low you're definitely going to have him beat. Okay. All right, check
0: us out. Here's my counteroffer because this I also thought up. Denver was also my dark horse. But it's a different trait. So here's my counteroffer if I'm New Orleans. Um, a, you've got to give me Jamal Murray. Like, I, there ain't no way – we ain't having a discussion any, any further if I'm not getting Jamal Murray. Um, so you can keep Gary Harris, but I want Jamal Murray. I definitely want Michael Porter Jr. Because, I mean, we haven't seen him play, but, I mean, he's still got potential. Um, I also want Juan Hernan Gomez. Um, Paul Millsap to make the money work because he's an expiring – um, and I, I can't get this year's pick or next year's pick because of the Stepien role. I want the 2021 first round pick and the 2023 first round pick. Um, and and uh, no, that's all. That's that's all you got to give me. Um, but I'm giving you Anthony Davis, and you have to take Solomon Hill.
1: I would do it. I mean. Me too, right? Like, year. if I'm Denver, because I'd be like, fuck no right, dude. Like, I'll two do it. These guards are good. Gary Harris is a really good guard. He's a really good yes. two way player. And, just going to have a bad running. year because of injury. Jamal Murray's kind of coming into his suit and he's a little bit older. But no matter what, if I'm keeping one of those guards, I'm fine with that. I will build because <laughs> right, I'm getting to Isaiah Thomas back. So I'll put Isaiah Thomas, Gary Harris now, Solomon Hill. Can well, do no, whatever I'm he starting, wants. I'm starting part. Monty Morris, dude. Like, Monty Morris yeah, is my starter. I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and, but, yeah, you can bring – at that point, you can – Isaiah Thomas, then you open up minutes for Isaiah Thomas off the bench by making the trade, yes.
1: Yeah, and like I said, Gary Harris is a great lockdown. so that's what he has a little bit over Jamal Murray. Is. It's Gary Harris is a good defender, so you have that defender. Wait. So, no matter what, yeah, I'm, I'm glad me and you are seeing that. Uh, Denver should do this trade 100%. They should come out of nowhere. Be the Toronto who gets Kawhi. Just do it and just be like, yeah, we got it done in nine days. What's up, guys? <laughs> like, you can take any of the things. Oh, man, yeah, it would be
0: fucking awesome. Man, could you imagine Either Anthony just Davis for and, and, and Nikola half, Jokic running half. the block, oh. dude?
1: So nice. <sighs> it would finally help out. You'd Like, you'd be able to hide Jokic on the defensive end, and it would save him, mm-hmm. like, more energy and all that, and just Anthony Davis just doing whatever he wants down low in the deep end, and then just them be able to play off each other. Man, that'd be – It'd be so nice. It was. It's what they wanted with DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. Just better, right? Yeah, it's better. And and you've seen what this lineup is able
0: to do with Jokic and Plumlee. Like, I mean, you you replace Plumlee with Anthony Fucking Davis, dude. Like Jesus. Um, but yeah, and you and you you keep Monty Morris, you keep Gary Harris, um, you you uh, keep uh, Barton. Um, so like those are, those are all guys that I feel like they would be able to keep in this, in this kind of arrangement. Um, and you know, uh, there's enough and you still have enough depth coming off your bench to where I think, you know, whether, whether it be Trey Lyles, Torrey Craig, um, Malik Beasley, which, you know, all of those guys too, like any, any one of those guys could be included in this trade as well. Like, um, but like, I feel like you can keep enough of them to where you know you can make something work. Yeah, Denver is definitely my dark horse. I definitely, um, I definitely like them the most. Um, Joel, is there any anybody, anything that we've listed or any team that kind of sticks out to you where you're just like, huh, like that could be interesting?
3: Uh, Milwaukee was a team I thought was interesting. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. maybe they can probably give up.
3: To a guy like Middleton and Brogdon and, and maybe Maker and a pick or something, and make that happen to bring AD to bring him next with the the Greek Freak, and that would be a hell of a duo. Uh, and and it, I just think that'd be freaky scary long enough for the
0: team. Um yeah, <laughs> it it'd be it'd
3: be wrong, <laughs> but I like it. And you <laughs> still you'd have Bledsoe, uh after the Kumpo, you still have probably a Lopez out there, and you, know, 30, you, you have like, a couple young shooters. Tony Snell, you have a couple young guards and with a, well I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, DiVincenzo, Genzo? guys like that, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you got you got guys there that can fill in that two spot. So I think that'd be an interesting uh, move for Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, the only thing, the, the only kind of Milwaukee doesn't have like any t- a pick within like the next four years or something, five maybe even. Um, really? Because of various trades they've made, they they owe one to Phoenix and then one to Cleveland. Um, so like yeah. it, it would be difficult just on that. Like um, and then you know with with Middleton being an expiring, like um, they, it, it, I feel like if you're New Orleans, you would have to be like, all right, we're going to trade for him and we're going to give him a max deal. And it's like, do you want to do that? Maybe because, um, I mean Middleton would fit in fucking great with Drew Holiday. Like those two guys would play great off each other. Um and if you got Brogdon in the deal he could run your he could run your point. Uh, I know he's been playing more two there, but he can run your point. Um and then, you know yeah, I mean it, it could definitely work, um in that in that kind of regard. Um Jawan, uh what uh do you have any kind of dark horse that you want to throw out here?
2: I'm always gonna want to throw Phoenix out there uh, because of my deep love for <laughs> Phoenix. Um,
0: so I, that's always
2: gonna be a team I throw out there. But um, I did actually really, really, really like Joelle's idea of the Bucks. I think Giannis and AD would be just bananas, um, and it'd be great for that city because not no one really is looking to go to Milwaukee uh, as a free agent. So it's a land AD to pair up with Giannis, you can maybe get some guys that might take, you know, a little less money to come to pair up with those guys, in the especially in the East. Um, and also, I did like Luke's idea of uh, the Raptors. Uh, not only could that maybe get Kawhi to stay long-term, like definitively, um, maybe that could get AD to stay long-term definitively. It's in the East. The Raptors are already, uh, if not number one, number two uh, in the East already. Um, So I find it hard to believe that Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, completely healthy, don't make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, And and possibly beyond that. And if they do make the Eastern Conference Finals, AD has never been past the second round. So you can't just go, all right, well, you know, that was cool and everything, but like, now I want to go play with LeBron. So, I mean, winning changes a lot. So I find it hard to believe that winning with Kawhi, either one of them would decide to leave.
0: Yeah, and I I like both of those. I just I don't feel like either team. Like I said, for for Milwaukee, they don't have enough picks. Um, even if they were willing to give them out unprotected, they just don't have them. Um, and then for Toronto, they would have to give up the unprotected picks, which um, I mean Luke and I said we would both do, but it's it's a much taller task if you're a GM, um, you know, willing to. You know, basically, nobody wants to be the next uh, fucking Nets, Brooklyn Nets situation, you know. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, I I, I totally get you. I mean, it's just as far as fit. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, he would be awesome playing with either one of those two guys. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I still feel like out of all the Dark Horse teams, I don't know, I just feel like the Nuggets have the most to play with as far as getting a deal done. They have the most assets to be able to throw at the situation. Um, and enough security, along with those assets, um, both the security and the assets that um, that New Orleans would be obtaining, um, and security and the assets that Denver would be keeping, because you got Jokic locked up for five years. Um, so even if you're throwing out a couple uh, first-round picks, um, you know future first-round picks, um, you, you you gotta feel like you're still going to be good even if Anthony Davis leaves, you know, in a couple years. Um, But uh, but anyway, um, we need to start wrapping this up. But before we do, um, regardless of whether they keep Anthony Davis, um, you know, throughout the rest of the season, one of the biggest things I do right now, if I'm uh, Dell Demps, like I am calling up everybody on everybody – for every other player on this roster. I'm like, who do, do you want anybody on this roster? Because, um, like, there is no way, if given that Anthony Davis has said that I, you know, that or that he wants to be traded, there is no way that I make it past this trade deadline with Nikola Mirotic on my team. Like, he's just too valuable, and he's on an expiring contract, and you have, right. it's going to be You're so right. hard to, keep him if Anthony Davis if he knows Anthony Davis is leaving or you're about to trade Anthony Davis I mean fuck Drew Holiday just came out and was like damn that was like the biggest reason that I fucking signed here was Anthony Davis um, yeah. and like there's just so many teams that could use him I, I mean Philly is the first one that hits me because Wilson their expiring contract and they still have some, some good picks um, they have that heat pick which I don't think they would give that up but like Maybe you get, uh, you know, a first from Philly and a couple additional seconds or something like that if they want to try to outbid somebody. Um, Utah. Utah could definitely use Nikola Mirotic. Maybe Utah is willing to give up um, a first-round pick and an expiring or maybe Jay Crowder um, and a first-round pick and an expiring, um, you know, depending on how high they are on Mirotic. Um, So, I mean, that's a guy that I'm trying to get off of. Julius Randle. I even if I had to take on like salary which I think you would I think given the right circumstances you might be able to get a first round pick for Julius Randle um from the Wizards. I think so too. Uh, like if you if you send the Wizards Randle and uh Alfred Payton and you're willing to take back John um, who you know goes through next season um like they get you know, some uh, an additional point guard while John is out, they get a huge upgrade at center. Both of those guys are ver- basically on expiring deals. So it doesn't help them as far as talent long-term, but it clears them off of Mahin Me next year. I, If I'm Washington, I would totally be willing to give up a first-round pick for that trade because I want to make the playoff. And it inches me closer. It cuts about $4.5 million off my salary. It inches me one dumping one contract away from getting out of the luxury tax. Um, so that's another incentive. Um, so like those, those are like the kind of deals, uh, Drew Holiday, I'm not as concerned about moving because you have him signed on for multiple years. And I think like it might be beneficial to actually keep Drew Holiday and make your trade fit around Drew Holiday since you do have him locked up. He's a fan favorite. It's good to have like a really good veteran, um, uh, around, uh, you know, your team and, and a guy to kind of show the other guys how how the team operates the culture and all that. Um any anything that you've thought about Luke as far as anything like that, um, you know, as far as as far as basically what the Pelicans should be doing with their other assets that aren't Anthony Davis.
1: No, yeah, I mean I'm with you. I'm definitely trading just both big men. I'm not gonna rush the holiday trade because I don't think I can get the most out of him right now I mean I still right. think, you know I want him to play out he just signed a bigger I mean not a big deal it's 25 mil right now but it's still kind of big and all that you want to see teams trade so I have no reason to rush him but yes I definitely should trade Nikolai It's just to also get something out of him and also help my tank process and and all that because he definitely helped me win games last year which if I'm going to be trading Anthony Davis, I don't want to be winning games this year. And then Julius Randle, yeah, I'm going to try to find that team. And he's not on a bad deal at all, if you really think about it. So you can get something, probably, of like the Wizards or some other teams. So those are the only things that you're really going to get value. But you can get something and start this whole rebuild process and all that. And then when you do trade for Anthony Davis, you have a clear cut because – I don't. I mean, unless you make a trade right now, middle like of the season, and it's like what I was trying, like, it's a it's a trade that's going to help you now, and maybe you know possibly if you don't want to go through a full rebuild and all that, then I can see it. But other than that, I mean, yeah, you and you, you just know, and you
0: just you just don't know if you're going to be able to keep any of those guys. Too that's the thing. It's not even necessarily about like going full rebuild it's like get some assets that you know you're going to have after next season and then if you if you don't want to go full rebuild then you can look at moving those assets for for players or whatever you know but like don't don't find yourself not only having to trade Anthony Davis in the offseason but also walking Miritich and Randall both walk away for nothing like don't do that please Delta, don't fucking do that dude um but uh, yeah, Drew Holiday's interesting. I tell you one deal I I would at least offer. Um, I'd call up uh, Minnesota and say, "Hey, uh, Minnesota, we we you can tell Wiggins didn't working out. We could tell Wiggins didn't working out. If you give us your first round pick, we'll take him off your hands and give you Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday'd be way better for your fucking team. Like there's no doubt about it. Um, that like you might actually make the playoffs if you make that trade." Um, but yeah, but you gotta give us your first. I don't know if they would do it. Um, if I was them, I would do it, but that doesn't mean they would do it. Um, but like I, you know, if you're if you're um, New Orleans, like if 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 you get a first and then you still get Wiggins, who I know is like the most disappointing player in the league, but nevertheless, like he still does have some potential, um, and maybe you just get a better coaching situation that can kind of light a fire under his ass. Um, probably just wishful thinking, but I still think that might be in your benefit. Um, but anyway, uh, Joel, Juwan, uh either of y'all want to add anything really quick to, uh, um, you know, those other assets that the Pelicans have, what they um, – maybe something that they should try to look for to get for them or just in general? I mean – I
3: agree with you. Like, this is all fire sale now. I mean, there's no point in keeping right. them now. You can definitely get something for Drew, uh, for Drew Holiday. I, <laughs> I think so, at least. Uh, Miritich, uh, Randall, all those guys were valuable pieces on a team. Because I, I still think if this team was healthy, because I think their biggest issue was health, they would have been right. a good team. Because they showed that they could be a good team. They just have no fucking depth. Zero depth, and they didn't make any moves to give right. them depth. And, and look, now right. Jaleel O'Keefe is actually playing good. He's been playing good for at least a week. Like, where the yeah. fuck has he been, like, for the last <laughs> two years? Like, all right, good. You know, all late and shit. But, yeah, I think Julius Randle especially, I think you could definitely get just, and, uh, and he's got a good deal. He probably won't get much because of that deal. But he's on one of those one-year things. He, he could help a playoff team, Meritage too, and, and, like, a long-term piece, of course, Drew Holiday. You uh, know, that context will, you know. Mm. But I think Juha is one of the better shooting guards in the league, so he's definitely worth something.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Juwan, so, like, get rid of everybody, even if you keep AD. <laughs> and then then you can actually play AD and not tank, but still yeah. lose games. Like, still get your pick, right? Like, am I wrong, Juha? <laughs> <laughs> no, not wrong. And
2: I, I think the biggest thing we were saying is, New Orleans isn't the biggest basketball town. Once AD's gone, I think the interest of the fan base goes, unless you can, you know, Probably. sell them completely on a rebuild. Um, I, I like the idea of them getting Wiggins. I think maybe a change of scenery could help Wiggins, um, and at least that's something you could at least market off of. But you should definitely clean house if AD's gone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're gonna wrap it up there, um, guys. Thank you all for joining me tonight. Uh, everybody out there, be sure to listen to wrestling geeks Alliance tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Uh, we'll be back, uh, absolutely next Thursday to cover the trade deadline. Um, we might have a show in between just stay tuned. Uh, I'm really aiming for that cause I want, I want our hundredth episode to be the trade deadline. Um, so, but that'll be coming up. It might be episode 99 though. Uh, but So keep an eye out for that, and Geek Vibes Live will be here Sunday at 8 per usual. Also keep an eye out for Top 10. we got a bunch of great interviews coming out as well, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but, yeah, we will see you at the very least next Thursday, if not sooner. Until then,
1: peace. 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 In unison.
0: It was perfect.